You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. and Cream with Rogers and Benning on Hale Varsity Radio. Hey, welcome back, guys. We tell you all the time to get Storm Chasers tickets. All the time. And I hope you got tickets to last night's game. Oh, man. Did you see the catch from John Raven Center? It was incredible. That's incredible. a Sports Center top 10 play. It, it should be. Absolutely. It was, he's running back on the ball. Hits off of his glove, bounces off his shoulder. His glove is against the wall. It bounces <laughs> off his glove again, and then he catches it with his bare mm-hmm. hand. Incredible catch, incredible concentration, and a great reason to go out to see the Omaha Storm Chasers. They're in town the rest of the week and through Sunday the 13th. Tonight, we sat, We had a dog running around here at FNW <laughs> yeah, Bank did. Championship. <laughs> If you found us so- distracted during our interview oh, yeah. with DB, that was the reason. I was like, he's a puppy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> going, go out to Warner Park tonight, and you can be like me and say, he's a puppy all night because it is Bark in the Park night over. Although, at the- ask somebody to pet their dog first. Yes, always ask Unless it's, first. It's like the stray dog that comes up to us. Yeah, always ask first to pet the dog, but it's Bark in the Park night at the Omaha Storm Chasers, 705 first pitch. Get on out there. Uh, tonight, and you've got the Storm Chasers here for the rest of the week as well. Now, and you know, the other thing about that, too, is people may, like, really get overly infatuated by the catch, but that type of muscle memory and just, like, you know, body movements and things like that, it's not uncommon for a baseball player to pull off. And it's because you will constantly see ball players just tossing a ball in the air one hand to the other or like I was telling you before the show you roll it back you hit it off your bicep then you hit the top of your hand you hit your forearm you catch it like that's a little like muscle memory game uh, that you do to pass the time in baseball just because you there's a lot of downtime you're good at it right and so when I watch that play happen I'm like oh my gosh it's like he's using what he does in the dugout just for fun just to pass the time and it's actually happening in front of us, in front of our eyes right now. He, he's using what he what he once learned, yeah. and now it's just a, a thing of muscle memory for him. Well, because there's so many like random things that can happen during a baseball game, it's kind of funny how the silly little things that baseball players do, like in the dugout or at practice or whatever, kind of come to be useful at certain points. You know, we used to play this game. We'd call it uh, fungo. basketball. We call it fungo oh. golf. <laughs> We would take we take fungo bats or whatever, or sometimes we would just use regular bats, and we would pick a point on the outfield fence, and mm-hmm. we'd say, "Hey, you've got three strokes as par to get to this point." And you had to hit the ball, and and listen, it's a silly game that mostly the pitchers were playing to waste time while everybody else was doing real work. But you know, if you get in a situation, you have a right. better feel for the bat and bat control and where you're trying mm-hmm. to place the ball and things. And it's like all that. about it's all about superstition in baseball. It's sure. all about 
um, it's all about oh, I, I, how do I even explain it? Because like when I played, it was like everything had to happen in order. It's all about routine. Yeah. Um. You know, a lot of baseball it, players are very OCD. Like it, it, when I'm in the outfield, you have to have like you know ten sunflower seeds against the left cheek. Like you know, as you're just sitting there, and like it's just those little points about a baseball mm-hmm. game that um, keeps you from feeling like something's going to go wrong. Yeah. And so that's why you see baseball players pick it up or play that, uh, you know, it, there's that bunt game where you like toss a ball, you get a bunt and if you feel it cleanly, it's an out or um, you switch roles or things like that. Like call it like knickknacks, whatever it is. Like it's just the little yeah. bits of, of baseball that you don't get unless you're a player. For sure. And, you know, it kind of goes to what you're talking about with the, you know, you got to have certain amount of things to feel like you're in right position. I think some of it, obviously, some of it's superstition. Some of it's like a baseball OCD thing because there's so much repetition and everything like that. But some of it's like a control what you can control to get yourself in the right headspace. Like Mm. if you need 10 10 sunflower seeds in your mouth to feel like you're in the right headspace, that's an easy fix. That's That's a very doable thing. And why would you mess with that if it's, something that gets you in the place you need to be mentally. It does it seem silly? Sure, absolutely. But if it's not a, you know, that's not a hard do. That's not a hard thing to to accomplish for a, for a lot of the time. So, you know, uh, people look at me like, "Oh, baseball players are kind of silly." And let's be honest, we they, are. They are. Um they they can be for sure. Absolutely are. But it's with a sport of that nature where there's so much routine and there's so much um, inactive time, mm-hmm. whether it's between games. Why do you think you saw Florida at the College World Series? I think it was Florida meditating on their yeah. backs in front of the dugouts. It's because that's what they do. Yeah. That's what they have to do to feel like they're in the right and headspace probably... and that they won't be, it, well, you're not going to tick off the baseball gods. <laughs> and they probably did it once and things went well. And so they kept doing it, right? That's how and it just, mm-hmm. hey, we, we were in a good headspace there. And maybe it starts off as like kind of a reasonable thing. And then after that, you go, hey, this is just what we do now. And that's how a lot of those traditions start. And, you know, if it works, it's hard to blame them. And like I said, hey. it really doesn't matter if there's science or whatever behind it or even a good reason. If it gets you in the right headspace, that's the part that matters. Now, I want to get to this because I know you want to get to this and I, I want to make sure we get to it for our, for our audience. I've been hearing a lot of stuff um, with this Creighton, with this Creighton basketball team mm-hmm. and this new roster. Yeah. Um, and one thing I've really been hearing is Shireman shooting the ball more confidently, which sure. I didn't know was like, a, like, was that even possible? <laughs> Could he shoot the ball more confident, confidently after throwing up 30 footers and in, in basketball games? Um, and then this isn't anything new, but you know, the staff does a really good job of minimizing weaknesses and maximizing strengths. And I've been yeah. seeing that a lot in the young guys in the Jason greens of the world, watching um, his highlights at power forward last game. Mm-hmm. I saw it a little bit with uh, Josiah Dotzler. Mm-hmm. Like they were talking about, Hey, he'll probably red shirt. And now all of a sudden it's like, well, his defense, is something to be desired maybe we don't have him red shirt and he comes off the bench and then you have you know the Stephen Ashworth's of the world which is you know he's an interesting case for me because I could only watch the highlights mm-hmm. I didn't have the package to to watch you know the full games uh, but what I saw from him was a lot of movement without the ball yeah and you know, when he was at Utah State, it was, no, the ball's in his hands. He's yep. going to facilitate. Not that he can't facilitate, but I think what Creighton is maximizing out of him 
is his movement without the ball, is opening up space on the floor, getting him the ball on the second or third pass while the play's developing. And now you have a point guard with the ball in his hands for the first time that could either find Ryan Kalkbrenner, could find the open shooter in the corner. And I just think, you know, it's good coaching at the end of the day. And that's what Coach McDermott's all about. Um, But, you know, overall, I think what I've been hearing from Creighton is good. Yeah, I, I think Ashworth is really interesting because obviously the big departure that everyone was talking about, the most unexpected one was Ryan Nemhard from last year's team to this year's. And obviously Ryan Nemhard is a really talented guy, uh, but it, it's possible that Steven Ashworth is a better fit for what Creighton wants to do for the rest of the roster as well, especially now that you have Trey Alexander and Baylor Shireman. And he looks good. Those, Trey looks really good right now. Those are two guys that are going that are better with the ball in their hands. And when you had Ryan Nemhard, who was a very ball dominant point guard, that's just his style. And Creighton did their best to work within that style. It kind of took away from, I think the ceiling of Baylor Shireman and of Trey Alexander. Now, all of a sudden you've got a point guard in Steven Ashworth, who is almost as good off the ball as he is on the ball. And it opens things up for you in a way that, now Trey Alexander can have more time on ball and be a little bit more ball dominant. And um, not just do I think that's better for the team, but it's also better for his pro prospects, maybe showing that he can be a primary ball handler a little bit. Baylor Shireman was a, is a great passer, um, takes some chances that maybe you don't feel great about sometimes, but that's you take the good with the bad there. But really good vision, really good passer, and facilitate, I mean, was the primary point guard before he came to Creighton. So allowing him to have the ball in his hands a little bit more. It's honestly just harder to defend when you've got three guys that can consistently make plays for themselves or others, instead of knowing, Hey, everything's probably going to come out of a high ball screen for Ryan Nemhard, or everything's going to come from Ryan Nemhard in transition or whatever the case may have been the last couple of years. It's way harder to defend. It's harder to get your chemistry right at first on the front end, but on the back end, so much harder to defend. If you look at I, what I believe was the best Creighton team of my lifetime, which was the 2020 team that ended up winning the Big East regular season title um, before the, the season got canceled. Right. You had Marcus Zagorowski, Tyshawn Alexander, Mitch Ballack as three guys mm. that were shot creators for themselves and for others that were good passers. You could trust all of them with the ball in their hands. I think they're getting close to replicating that type of system here. And if these guys can gel, you're going to be in really, really good shape. That was my biggest takeaway from the Bahamas. Uh, Great points. That is the three-game sort of like series uh, Creighton down in the Bahamas. A little vacation. Yeah, a little vacation. Why not? (laughs) Vacation with a little basketball sprinkled in. And you know what? When you're winning all three games too, it's it's a good vacation. Why not? (laughs) (laughs) All right, we'll take a short break. When we come back, a new game, but it's gone in 60 seconds. The new game within gone in 60 seconds. We will play that next.